Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Worldwide Wrap, LGBT news from around the world. Scanning the globe for stories of the diverse rainbow communities. From Australia's Joy 94.9, this is the Worldwide Wrap. And this week we're going to start in Malaysia where um, Ed Sheeran has been touring, well he's touring for two years um, in his mathematics tour and is set to play in Kuala Lumpur on 24th February. But um, people... The government doesn't seem to really like him there. Uh, and and why seeing, is that? Well, why because... Is that because he's got red hair? <laughs> not this time. Not this time. It's because, you know, they, um, he has a history of supporting LGBTIQ plus community and is going to play during the Ramadan month and all that. So gay sex is criminalized in Malaysia, up to 20 years in prison. And we've featured Malaysia quite a bit uh, on this show. So, you know, not only... I, I quote verbatim. Not more saddening is that not only the organ- will the organization of the concert pollute the sanctity of the month of Ramadan, which is approaching, but the invited artist as a background of LGBT ideology, which is firmly rejected by Malaysia. And he had uh, the audacity to fly a pride flag on stage in Australia. Yes, so oh. all that makes him uh, persona non grata in Malaysia. Sometimes it really sounds like the Cold War, like this whole idea of like the ideology, you know, that the you know bringing in foreign yes. foreign ideology. I mean, I know we talk about this all the time, and it's particularly pertinent to one of the other stories, the rap stories tonight on on Africa. But it's like this foreign import, and it's just, it's just the whole terminology by the right and conservatives around the world regarding this use of the term terminology uh, ideology is just is becoming really pervasive well it's interesting and, to see that the, the legal side of this coming in too because there was a, a um the front man of the band 1975 um on stage kissed one of his bandmates and he's now being sued in malaysia by the organisers of the concert who said, you know, it's brought them into disrepute and that they've yeah. copped a whole lot of flack. So they're sort of using the law yeah. now to try and, um, you know, uh, mm. enforce this uh, with international acts. So, yes, to, mm. watch, want to watch in Malaysia. Across to Africa now. Yeah, and in Africa, uh, new... Uh, new bills being modelled on the draconian Ugandan laws. Uh, the concern there is that this is going to expand and in, uh, end up in crackdowns on LGBTQI rights, Kenya, Ghana and elsewhere. So for people who might have been following what's going on in Africa, um, if we go back to the colonial era, they had very broad laws around LGBTQI uh, criminalization. So basically, if you were in a specific sex act and caught in the act, then that was a no-no. However, there were no specifics that were uh, that were that were sort of detailed in that law, which meant it was quite broad. Um, and now, what we're finding uh, is um, more specific details are being brought through these bills. And Uganda is one of the leading countries that are bringing these bills that is making specific uh, much more 
specific uh, issues around homosexuality illegal, including things uh, like identifying as criminalising identifying as an LGBTQI. Mm. Um, and one, I think real, the, one yeah. the, the scariest one for me is um, the duty re- to report. So, yeah. as a citizen, yeah. is your duty <clears throat> to report if you think somebody might be gay? Mm-hmm. Like it's really stoking the the, the fires of homophobia. Yeah. And it yeah. causes a lot of issues for people who are, for example, renting. Um, and if their landlords are aware or if people around them are aware um, of their sexuality or if they present uh, in a way that isn't aligned with their gender, they can lose their houses um, and, yeah, yeah, and people... Yeah. Yeah, or absolutely. if you just don't like somebody, you can go to the police and say, hey, they're gay yeah. and they get forced to move out and you take their place. Or You know, the, it, it yeah. can be used as an absolute weapon and that's why... Um, the Ugandan laws are so dangerous and there is this fear that it will be picked up. It's already been picked up um, or uh, one of the parties in uh, Kenya is pushing this quite strongly with a Family protection bill. Oh, Who's looking after the children? Yeah. Yeah, and Kenya, sad because Kenya, as, as this article highlights, is, um, was one of the countries in that region that had a generally more um, progressive, you know, yeah. um, you know, where yes, there was a, there was an anti anti gay law, but it was rarely enforced. Mm. The usual story, you know, like India before twenty seventeen. Um, but, you know, they, for some reason now, are heading down the same path. Is this kind of, are we seeing a pan-African kind of push a push mm. on and seeing a, a, a source of collective? So, speaking um, of India, because we're across yes. their necks. Yeah, exactly. So, in India, um, you know, a mixed story here we see, uh, and a story very common to lots of countries, including our own, we're seeing, of course, uh, a sort of um, calls for greater protections of uh, LGBTI um particularly youth, on using social media. This all follows a very unfortunate suicide in November uh, last year of a 16-year-old, Priyanshu Yadav, um, who posted uh, tutorials on using makeup and was seen as a male wearing um, saris, a female dress. Um, And then he... this. this teen got a you know a huge amount of uh, attacks online, um, and pushed there's, him. There's to a the lot of pushing um, to the social media companies yes. to do more. They, yeah. They're so really not. The response has been, you know, that the com- the companies all have produced like Meta and Twitter, which this one study here quoted in this article is quoted as the worst company for a uh, platform sorry for this sort of abuse but basically um there's a lot more they say they all produce these nice um you know uh Policies and policies, but mm. they're not enforcing them, and the Indian legal system is also not supporting um, adequately to uh, bring these companies to account and to also bring the perpetrators to account. So, but there is pushback, and there's hope that um, that we're um, that the that the uh, that activists are, are getting their message across. And in brief, some better news from India where Mumbai Pride March has returned to the city after a four-year-long hiatus. German doctors are, however, fear for a possible spike in HIV infection due to a so- shortage of PrEP that could last for months. Yep. And in Poland, the pressure builds for the new government of Donald Tusk to follow through with promises to bring in same-sex marriage. And that's a wrap. 
That's your worldwide wrap. Keep up with LGBT news from around the world throughout the week. Like us on Facebook, Worldwide Wave, or visit joy.org.au slash worldwide wave. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.